We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What we have coming up is our Q&A section of today's show. So we've already got some questions in there. We'll continue to kind of go through and get some more in there. But I just want uh, want people to know that, you know, this is just look, anything you want to ask about Notre Dame's team, recruiting, college football, whatever. We're going to answer it here for a little bit. Uh, we're not going to probably stay as long as we have in the past because I want Ryan to get back to, to talking to recruits. And I think you all will understand. But here's a fun one, Ryan, to kind of start off with. This is a super chat from John. John, thank you so much. He said, here's a fun question for you guys. What is a fun fact about Notre Dame football that a lot of people don't won't know? History, recruiting, et cetera. I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give one because I didn't know this for a long time. Notre Dame's first mascot for years was not the leprechaun, it was a dog. It was an Irish terrier, was their mascot for I think I think the entire period of Newt Rockney's tenure, I believe. Uh so I, I could be wrong on that, but I believe. That is uh, that is true for at least most of it, if not all of it. So that is something that I don't know how many people know that. The first mascot, it was not a leprechaun. It was a dog. It was an Irish Terrier dog. Uh, Recruiting-wise, I think most people know about like Allen Iverson, really thought hard about coming to play football at Notre Dame. He would have been, I think, a class ahead of Randy Moss, who had signed with Notre Dame. It's crazy. And James Jackson, who played was also in that class as a running back. Uh, here's one that I that I that I learned over the years that note that Javon Curse wanted to come to Notre Dame, but Notre Dame wow. didn't have room. They didn't have room for him. <laughs> and uh, Vinny Serrato, for all the great things he did, picked uh, t- turned down Tony Baselli and took another guy instead of him. So uh, and you look and say everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> but yeah, they did. Javon Curse wanted to come to Notre Dame, but he waited too long and they didn't have a spot for him. Uh, so could you imagine Javon? I mean, you look and say, if just some of these things would have gone differently, you wonder how Lou Holtz's career would have ended with a di- different note. You know, like imagine if, if Ron Paulus has Derek Mays and Randy Moss to throw to and James God. Jackson behind him, handing the ball off to with all due respect to Autry Denson. I don't think he would have been Autry Denson if James Jackson would, <laughs> would come to Notre Dame instead of, you know, cause he signed with Notre Dame, but he couldn't get into school academically. Of course, we all know, 
what happened to Randy Moss. And then if Javon Curse would have signed, you know, with Notre Dame, you know, and there's another one. Notre Dame didn't make a mistake here, but Notre Dame, from what I'm told from some friends of mine and like Lou Samoji told me this, and a couple of others, other buddies, they were really, really close to getting Jonathan Ogden to commit to Notre Dame, but he ended up staying out West, but he was, he was really close to, to, to leaving the West coast and playing for Notre Dame. So that was one that uh, I've always found. Uh, I've always found very, very interesting. Very interesting. Do you, do you know- do you know what position Allen Iverson was going to play? If quarterback. He played football? Quarterback. He was going to play quarterback? Definitely. He was going to be an option quarterback. Yeah. Could you imagine option. that? Yeah. Because yeah. I remember, I mean, I've seen his highlights before, and he was a darn good defensive back, too, oh, in yeah. high school, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Crazy. He was a super, super electric um, quarterback. I mean, and he was an option quarterback. And of course, at the time, Notre Dame was a triple option team. So that's he was that's what that's what he was being recruited to play. He would have been an option quarterback, and uh, that would have been uh, that would have been fun to watch. <laughs> that would have been really fun, really fun to watch. Uh, but uh, yeah, so th- those are some those are some interesting things. Those are some very interesting things. So we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So here here we go. Uh, Garth Cassidy says, uh, uh, Brian, did Coach Freeman say Bellamy is playing cornerback and not safety? I didn't notice that he said that. I said uh, he was talking about the young defensive backs, uh, and he talked about Mickey and Bellamy together, but I didn't take that as a cornerback conversation, as more of just seeing what the defensive backs are doing. 
Uh, and he was like, I think that was Bellamy. I, you know, he's still kind of learning the numbers, but I didn't catch that. I'll go back and listen to it again. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't take that as him playing cornerback or not and not safety from everything I've been told, even as a, a week ago, uh, he was going to be playing safety, but he was a guy that would be able to cross train. So maybe they feel that there's a need there. And obviously Cam Hart is going to be out this spring, which we knew he was going to be limited. It sounds like he's going to be out uh, for the spring. And, uh, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be very, very interesting. So let's dive into some questions here, Ryan. Thank you everybody yeah. for the super chats. Obviously we always keep them going. Gideon Rosa asks, is Samuel Mpemba visiting tomorrow? He is. Yep. He will be on campus tomorrow. If you are on the message board, we have a nice little stream in there that is titled Notre Dame visitor list. And you'll be able to mm -hmm. see all of the visiting that uh, players that are coming up here. There's going to be obviously this weekend is, is a big one, 18th through the 20th. There's several really nice uh, recruits coming in, including Malik Elzey and Braylon James, Jay Nosberry. And then there's uh, recruit that's coming in March. We got a ton in April, and then we have the blue and gold game, which is shaping up to be a just fantastic group. Mm -hmm. So, uh, getting if you are not on, if you are on the message board, I would go take a look at that thread. Again, it's called Notre Dame Visitor List, and if you're not, I would definitely, I would definitely recommend it because there's a lot mm -hmm. of insider info that would, I think you'll find very interesting in there. John Rich says I ordered. Let me see here. John says I ordered a box of 12 assorted built bars <laughs> looking forward to digging in when they arrive brian vince and ryan what flavors should i open first you know john i gotta pull up the website because i'm not sure what comes in the assortment assortment box my wife got that one time i, I am not an assorted box guy i am way too anal and way too uh what, what what's a nice way to say this about myself i'm way too much of a control freak to like kind of like not to not even control freak it's just I got to, I'm getting this and I'm getting this, like this whole, I mean, wow. I, you know what you're going to get, but I just, I, I want banana cream puffs. I want, you know, this, and I'm just, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little weird. So let me pull this up and see what they have in here. So they have uh raspberry salted caramel, cherry barcia, double chocolate, cookies and cream, coconut, mint brownie, peanut butter, brownie, coconut, almond, churro puff, coconut puff, and banana cream pie. So some of those I haven't tried yet. So I have not tried the mm -hmm. churro puff. I have not tried the coconut coconut puff, although I have one. I haven't tried the coconut. Uh, my wife really likes the mint brownie. I haven't tried that yet either. The raspberry is good. I don't like raspberries, but I like the raspberry bill bar. It's actually pretty good. So if you like raspberry, you're going to like it. Now, the salted caramel is good. The cherry barcia is still my top three. That is really, really good. So, John, if you're someone who wants to eat the best ones first, then eat cherry barcia early on. Eat the banana cream puff. Those are my two favorites of the ones that they're going to send. The double chocolate's pretty good. It's not as rich as you would think. Like I was expecting the double chocolate to be like super rich, and it's not as rich as you think. Uh, my wife likes the peanut butter brownie. That one's pretty good. Uh, so those are the ones that I would say if you if my and my mom. I've only had one salted caramel, and I remember liking it, but I, I it was like really early on. I think it might have been the first built bar I had. But my mom loves the salted caramel, and that's one that's going to be in there too. So. Um, you're going to get a chance to get those. And I'm really excited to try the Rocky Road that they had the special on there. They're out now. And then I'm really curious to see when they're going to – like this is the thing. It's like we got to be careful. So like if you're part of the ambassador program, they send you these flavors to try. But some of them you're allowed to talk about and some of them you're not. So I'm not sure there's one that that I'm really excited about that I'm hoping that they're going to release soon because if I'm, I'm just – you can't like send me one and then it's phenomenal and then like, oh, I can't go order more. 
that's just mean. That's <laughs> very, very mean. And if you if you if you don't know what we're talking about, Bill Bar is a phenomenal protein bar. I know Ryan loves them. He act genuinely. We're not just saying that to pump a product. I mean, he genuinely no. loves them. Uh, I love them. And you can get a link down below. We actually have a relationship with Built Bar where uh, if you if you order Built Bars and you use the promo code Irish Breakdown, all one word. You get 10% off your entire purchase, and you can use that any time you want. I was going to try the Shamrock today because I figured, you know, it's it's March 17th. I'm going to try the Sham- Shamrock. I'm going to tell everybody about it, if it was good or not. And I went and looked at it, and it was a wrapper because my wife crushed it. So she's like, uh, well, you can tell everybody it's really good. You can push it. It was really good. But I couldn't tell you if it was really good because my wife, uh, my wife punished it. So I didn't get a chance to try the Shamrock one, but she said it was really good. Uh, she's uh, in a meeting right now, so I have to ask her when she's done, kind of like what the flavor was like. But I was like, yeah, I'm going to have the Shamrock one. It's, you know, St. Patrick's Day. Apparently, my wife had the same idea, and she got to it first. So uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about that. Uh, there, So there you go. Timeout Tom asks, "Is that does the NCAA limit the amount of coaches a team can have? As far as on-field coaches and graduate assistants, yes. You can only have one head coach, 10 assistant coaches, and you can have four, I believe, four graduate assistants, I believe, where there is no limit as of right now is the number of analysts. But analysts can be on the field, but they can't instruct. So the NCAA limits the number of people that can instruct players during practice. They can instruct in other times, but they can't instruct during practice. And so uh, it is, so it's technically 11 full-time coaches and I believe four graduate assistants. Gideon Rosa asked, did Tyler Buckner's ball angles look kind of odd? His throws come out with a lot of pop as quick release. I didn't think they came out odd. I I mean, he he throws low, so it's going to come out different than, you know, a guy that throws over top, but I didn't didn't notice it being an an issue. Dan Arcuri, will Jerome Bettis be used to talk to recruits when they visit campus? The bus talking to Dante would make sense since they both came from Detroit. Uh, I would I would I wouldn't tell you to not assume that he hasn't already had that conversation with Dante Ryan. So I, I think I think Jerome Bettis has definitely been because here's the thing: because he's a student, mm-hmm. you can have him more engaged than you can a normal alum, which is kind of right. unique. There aren't a whole lot of people that have Hall of Famers enrolled in class right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I would imagine, I mean, and young kids know who Jerome Bettis is. I mean, their parents definitely do. But even now, I mean, if you watch the Super Bowl, he was on a commercial with Eli and Peyton Manning. You know what I mean? You know who the bus is. Can so you, can, yeah, you imagine, I, I, can you imagine going to a classroom and Jerome Bettis is your classmate? No, I can't. I can't. No, I couldn't imagine that. I'd be like, how am I supposed to concentrate right now? How am I supposed to focus right. on the bus? Right. You know? So let's get to some more questions here. Uh, looking forward to seeing how the linebackers shape up. Why Jordan Patel Rover? He doesn't seem like a fit there. They thanks super stoked. Uh, I think it's just he's a rangy guy. He can help against the perimeter runs, and he can also blitz from there. They don't mm-hmm. ask him to do a ton in coverage except curl stuff. But it's also just about there aren't great numbers there. That that's a big part of it. So um, here we go, Ryan. I'm going to ask you that this one. Quinn Kibler yep. says, question for later. What player would you put in the Nathan's hot dog eating contest? I'm going Blake Fisher. Uh, Blake's a good one. Uh, Rocco Spindler comes to mind. I think my pick, though, it might be a little bit of a wild card here. I might go with Gabriel Rubio. He looks like he mm-hmm. can put some stuff away, man. He's a he's a bull strong kid. He's a huge kid. And I, 
I don't know. For whatever reason, he's just one guy that popped in my head that's like, I, I bet I bet that guy could do pretty well in a hot dog eating contest. But do you ever notice who wins all these hot dog eating contests? It's never Usually big small dudes. players. Yeah, no, yeah. Small, small guys. guys. Yeah. It's like little guys, right? And so yeah, I, I don't I'd have to think about like what guy all on right. the team. So it's um it's it's the kicker that the grad transfer, right? Quinn Kibler. Uh, he might be a little too small. I kid you might I might <laughs> cause irreparable damage if that kid tried to pound too many hot dogs what's it uh what's Uh, it uh blake blake groupie that's my that's my yeah blake groupie i'm gonna have to think about that one i'd probably have to like it's gonna be somebody like that's like super active and burns calories real fast i'm like drew pine i'm on drew pine i'm gonna gonna go with the outside the box thought process i'm gonna go drew pine that's why he's got all that energy his metabolism runs like super super fast that's what i'm gonna Mm -hmm. go with um there you go there you go i'm that's what i'm gonna go with all right let's get down to um uh see here uh coleman smith said uh, not on the message board to read about it but how did carnell tate's visit go coleman i would encourage you to jump on the message board you know we talked a little bit about this yesterday but i mean some of this stuff is going to always be premium content you know i mean so we, we we need to have some stuff that we just don't hand out to for free uh, that's how we can run a business right ryan and i had a conversation about that today so um you know, we got to have a business to, to, to run. And so I'm sorry, some of that stuff is just going to be on there, but the visit went really well. I mean, that's what we'll say. The visit went really well. And Notre Dame certainly left a strong impression. What, what happens next remains to be seen, but you know, they definitely put themselves in a, in, in a position. John Rich says, wondered this for a while. When a recruit visits, I see them in all kinds of gear. What gear do they get to leave with? You know, the answer to that, Ryan, I don't, I don't know if I know the answer to that. I don't know if there is things that they can either. take with them. That's something. I mean, it's I, an, obviously an official and an unofficial are going to be different. Yeah. But I always just kind of assumed sure. that it was, I always assumed that it was just kind of for the visit and then it didn't leave, mm-hmm. but I could be completely wrong about that. I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah. I am. I am not quite sure the answer to that question, to be completely honest with you. I'm going to go through here and try to find some more questions here. Uh, I got a couple here. Gideon Rosa says, was it just me or did Chris Tyree look even better now than he did a few months ago? Well, I would hope so. I mean, that's what the winter program is all about. But, yeah, you're right. He looked – he's filled out, and it looked like good weight. He's definitely getting stronger. I mean, he's hitting that age where you're going to see him start to kind of add that. He's he's a junior now, so you're going to see those Mm -hmm. kind of things. Uh, But, yeah, he looked good. And this is, again, another reason you want to – and Gideon, you are now on the message board, but – we had that, I mean, what was it we said earlier? Like we were told in the Intel piece, he had a monster winner and we're seeing it. Cause that's something you kind of look for when you talk to source and they say, you know, this guy did this, this guy did that. And you want to get out there and see it. And then you're kind of like, okay, this dude's lying to me. Cause that kid looks like he did nothing but eat hot dogs all, all winter. You know what I mean? Like he gained 10 pounds, was all in his stomach. You know, you want to see things when they say, Hey, this guy's had a great off season. You want to kind of see those things show up. And uh, so, I mean, from what we saw today, those things, those things certainly did. Tyler Longbreak says, I'm rooting for Jaden Thomas. He just looks like one of those receivers that can develop into a stud. I don't know about stud, but I think he can help. I think he'd be a good complimentary player, like a number two, number three kind of guy for Notre Dame, Jaden Thomas. And then Keith Wiegand, what, what was that Xavier Watts' decision to stay on defense or, or a team decision? I mean, I think both sides of the ball wanted Xavier, but at the end of the day, it's still going to be up to him. And... I mean, you've got to give a, ch- a kid a chance to to just to kind of play where he wants, especially as as much as they've moved him around. You know, you you don't want to keep jerking with that kid. You let him decide where he's going to play. Got a recruiting question from Keith as well. Is Devin Houston to take if Notre Dame gets Jason Moore and Bubakar Traore while keeping Keeley and Vernon? 
it's not necessarily an easy answer. It's it's it's, it's not. They would like to take them, right, Ryan? It's just, can you make the numbers work? That's really yeah. what it comes down to. I, w- I would like to think in an ideal situation, because, I mean, so obviously in this scenario, you're projecting more and Traore as the interior players, right? And they are very different players than Devin Houston, right? Like, I think Devin's a true, like, he's going to be a one-gapping type of nose. Like, that's what his style is, in my opinion, long-term. So, I think the fit can make sense, Keith, but like Brian said, I think it really depends on what what the take numbers are at a couple other positions if you're able to take that fifth defensive lineman. I think they would like to, but I think that remains to be seen a little bit as it kind of fills out at defensive line. I know that there's people that that really want to take five, and mm-hmm. I, I actually kind of support that. I, I think the reason I say that is, Ryan, is – you're not going to have this many top ranked guys in pro. I mean, think about it. If they were to get all five of those guys, right? So the two that are committed already, Bubakar, Jason Moore, and Devin Houston. And Jason Moore is my number three. I mean, he's, he's my, of the three uncommitted guys, he's my number one. Sure. Right. And, and, but I take all of them. Jason, they're all, they're all, except for Keon Keeley from above the Mason Dixon line. And they're sure. all highly ranked guys from above the Mason-Dixon line. You're just – again, this is one of those unique years in this 2023 class. We have to be honest about it. Like, I don't know if they can replicate this in 2024, meaning just like this. It could still be a great class, but like number one great class. I don't know because sure. I don't know if there's going to be as many elite northern kids next year, and that's what Notre Dame's trying to take advantage of. I mean, you've got Brennan Vernon's from Ohio. Bubakar is from – uh, Massachusetts, right? I mean, that's where he's in school now. I don't know if he's necessarily originally from there. I believe he goes to a, I think that's probably like, there's a, what makes it difficult in like Massachusetts and Connecticut is there's like a lot of boarding schools where kids aren't sure. necessarily from there. I think Jersey has some, but like most of the really good Jersey schools, most of them are like St. Peter's. They're like, I mean, their kids live somewhat within that region, right? Yeah, right. But I think right. Hun is a boarding school. Am I correct on that? Hun school, yeah. I think Hun school is, yeah. And Princeton. then there's a lot of those yeah. in Massachusetts and Connecticut. So just because a kid lives is going to that school in Massachusetts doesn't necessarily mean he's from Massachusetts, but he's still there. I mean, he's playing in the cold and all those type of things. But you know, and then obviously Jason Morris from the Maryland DC area, uh, and and uh, you know, like so I said, Keon Devin Houston is from the Maryland DC area as well. So. Mm-hmm. I think you take advantage and it's, it's big, long kids. Like that's the other thing is you're going to greatly increase your size and length with this group. Uh, if you're able to bring in all five. So I, I just look at the makeup of the current roster and kind of what's coming down the pike and say, if you got a chance to load up in this class, you figure out a way to load up in this class. I think that's an absolute must, in it's, my opinion, Ryan. Isn't it crazy that the smallest defensive lineman we just talked about is six foot four? <laughs> that's the smallest. Yeah. Line, so the smallest guy would be what six four? I mean, like six four even, right? Six I mean, four even. Yeah. And then the the Keon at two thirty is the lightest. <laughs> right. Even After he has that, the next lightest be... is two fifty. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's some or big two two fifty five, right? Because we're told Traore is right. a little closer to like two fifty four, two fifty five, and yeah. two fifty. Because yeah. so, Vernon's yeah. two fifty plus. Oh, he's uh, yeah. I mean, he's listed at two fifty, but he looks bigger. He's looking like he's filled wow. out. He's massive. Jason Moore's listed according to Notre Dame is two sixty. Yep. Devin Houston's two eighty, two seventy five, two eighty. 
you know, I, I saw one site list him at 270. I was like, there's no way in the heck that kid only weighs 270 pounds. No, there's no, no way. He weighs like I, a buck I, 30 in each leg. I mean, that's I a know. Big kid. I was about to say, if, if he's less than like 282, I would find it very shocking, to be honest. Yes. He's, he's a massive yes. kid. Yes. He is a, he's a, that's a big boy. He is definitely a big boy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Happy Thursday, IB. Wonder what your thoughts on Coach Freeman's comments on being a team, not just an offense or defense. I loved it. Yeah. I, I did. I thought that there was just – there's always seemed to be, like you said in the past, two teams. And Brian Kelly was always focused on the offense, and he just kind of left the defense alone. And then just the way he would talk about the, the units, and it was always like it was a different team. And, and I'll tell you, there was some adversarialness to – how those two teams viewed each other. I'm just telling you that right now. And and so when one side of the of the unit wasn't holding their end up, you know, their end of the bargain up in a game or in a practice, there would it would create tension and conflict. Like, you know, we're doing our thing, why aren't you doing yours? Because they were that's kind of how the program was built was it was yeah, just not the same team. I think coach Freeman is making is making a concerted effort to be like we got to build on each other. We got to build off each other, right? Like we've got to say, hey, look, we got to pick you up. You got to pick us up. We're going to pick you up next time. You got to have our back. And and to where when the offense does something good, it fires up the defense and vice versa. And when the other team and, and when that happens, then when the offense makes a mistake, the defense says like, hey, we, we got you. Or when the defense gives up a play, you know, gives up a score, like don't sweat it. We, we got you, right? There's It's that having your back mentality but it's also about holding each other accountable more. So if one side mm-hmm. of the ball is playing really well, you know, you you kind of say, "Hey, look, it's it, that's going to make you better." Right? And we've talked about that, right? Like and and he he emphasized that today too. He was like, "We haven't had any fights today." You know, and he's like he made the point to say, "I've been on staffs before where they were like, "We got to we got to get them to fight." We got and he's like, "That's not who we are." And I think that is exactly because you're not trying to make an offense versus a defense. You're trying to make one team. And when you're battling in practice, you're battling to make each other better because that's how we're going to go out and win a championship. And I, it was not a coincidence that a day before spring practice started, they released that video that began with Marcus Freeman after the bowl game saying, remember this feeling in your stomach right now. Remember how much you hate how you feel right now. And let's work to never feel that way again. And then it's just all these players talking about championship, 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 championship. And that's how he believes you get there is by you're going to, you're going to hit each other. You're going to pound on each other. You're going to compete. You're going to battle, but it's all meant to where we're all working toward the same goal as a team. 
and not the offense has carried this or the defense has carried that or whatever else the case may be. So uh, I, I like it. It's kind of how I view it. I don't think that, you know, beating each other up and, and having that mentality is really something that you do. I understand the merit behind Oklahoma drills because it's about seeing toughness and all that kind of stuff, but I never understood the whole, you know, coach. And I had some old school coach like that fights, like, you know, you break it up, but then you're like, yeah, I man, that fight. Today. I hated that crap. It's like somebody's going to do something stupid. I want my receivers breaking his hand because he punches someone in the helmet. And that's the kind of stupid thing kids do when they get in fights is they punch each other's helmets. Just dumb. Doesn't make you any know? sense. Never does. But never does. It's just I've never I've never liked that uh, when you have those fights and people that support that. And it was interesting that Freeman brought that up on his own. Like he wasn't even asked about fights. Was there any fights today? Like, but you know, I just think it comes down to that. Hey, we're we're going to be a team, you know. And I'm going to be over there with Coach Reese in meetings, not to tell him what to do, but to learn. You know, I don't know if that's I mean if that's true or not, but like it's like, hey, I got your back. You know, you need to have mine kind of mentality, and and I think that's good. Coleman Smith, I'm worried about Keon Keeley now that he set up a visit to Ohio State. Ryan, you want to re- respond to that? Sure, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not worried about Ohio State. If there's any, if there's any region that I'd be worried about Keon Keeley potentially leaving for, uh, staying in, it's down south, right? Like I'm not mm-hmm. worried about him choosing a different northern school. I'm not. Mm-hmm. We knew that this was going to happen. We knew Keon Keeley was going to take visits. I am not worried about Ohio State into this recruitment. Again, if there's if there's a place that maybe is a different conversation, you visit Alabama. I'm not really worried about that either. But the University of Florida, obviously down there, is you know you know right you know very pertinent to his hometown, right? Mm-hmm. So those are the only schools that like maybe gives you a, a sense of pause for a split second. But either way, I'm still not worried about Keon Keeley, guys. Like I'm just mm-hmm. not. I'm not worried about him. I'm not. There's other things that maybe are a little more worrisome. I'm not worried about Keon Keeley leaving, especially not for Ohio State. Yeah, I just look. Keon's been up front for a while. He wants to take visits, and and I mean, you have to have enough confidence in yourself as a program that you're okay, you know, and just keep reminding him why he picked Notre Dame in the first place. So, uh, Ohio State's been on him trying to work this out for a while. So, like I said, I think the school that could get him is Florida or Bama. I'm not. I'm not. He's not going to Ohio State, in my opinion. I just, I don't. I don't see that. I don't see that at all. J.K.R. Myers with a super chat. Thank you for that, J.K.R. Myers. Given Buckner and the running backs, shouldn't we add more wrinkles in the run game next season? Call up the wishbone, maybe. Keep up the great work. I mean, I I, I always like wrinkles, but I don't think wrinkles need to be too complex. I, I think, you know, one thing, when, when Coach Eastan had those great offensive lines, Ryan, there was not a lot of wrinkles. It was, we're going to run inside zone, we're going to outside zone, we're going to run counter, we're going to run buck sweep. Like, that's who we are. The wrinkles come from in this game, we're going to run this out of 12 personnel because we're going to start off in twins. We're going to motion this, and then we're going to do a motion here because that's going to get them to react this way, which gives us the leverage we need to run this particular play this way. I think sometimes when you get too cute in the run game, you your guys don't necessarily have a great idea of what to do. I, I'm like, look, if you got the right players, run your stuff. I mean, you don't need more than seven or eight run concepts at the most, in my opinion. You know, inside zone, outside zone. You need something off tackle. You need a misdirection. You know, I like I like the buck sweep. I mean, you don't need a ton of stuff. You know, maybe you want to throw a mid zone in there, maybe a G wrap or something in there. You know, maybe a power O and short yarded something, a wedge or something. I mean, you don't need a ton of stuff. Be be real multiple and diverse with how you run it. Meaning, you know, maybe one time it's pistol, the next time it's gun, 12, 13, 11, 10, 20, whatever. 
you know, have some reads off of those type of things run. I think because because I think partly too RPOs have given you a, a lot of wrinkles where you can don't have to necessarily change your run aspect. But, you know, because some say, you know, we, when I was younger, we would spend so much time like, man, how do we block this guy? You know, how we got to figure out a way to block this overhang guy. Well, with RPOs, you don't have to block that guy anymore. You just read off of him and throw off of him. So so JKR, I don't really think they need a lot of more wrinkles i think they need to be great at what they believe in be great at the zone be great inside zone and outside zone be great at your counters be great at the buck sweep you know be great at the different aspects of the run game that you think need you need to major in and then the 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 wrinkles come from formations alignments and things like that i think that's where you know you can kind of get creative with some of the stuff that you want to do there and then uh, Bruce Scherer says in regards to twenty four prospects, does Notre Dame offer first and then in the future check their academics? Sometimes, but not often. No, no, Notre Dame's back office has been putting on a lot of work on the twenty twenty four kids. Then they've got a ton of transcripts already. Uh, they've made calls. They've talked to coaches, guidance counselors, principals, all that kind of stuff on some of these kids. So I mean, there's kids that they've got to learn more about. There's probably still some kids that they're trying to get to get information on. But for the most part, the staff does a really nice job of, of getting an idea. Now, somebody said, I don't think we offer without checking academics. That's not necessarily true. Sometimes you need to throw an offer out to get in the game with a kid. And so you throw the offer out and you just let them know, like, look, we, we got to make sure that your academics check out. But, you know, we're going to throw you this offer. And as, soon, as long as things check out, you know, um, this is going to – be fine. Right. And, and, you know, the offer will stand. So, um, you know, I kind of think that's, that's really where I think that Notre Dame tends to stand. So they, they, they have a good idea. And when they normally don't have a good idea, they're usually pretty upfront with the kid and saying, Hey, listen, you know, we're going to offer you right now because we love you, but there's some things we got to figure out first. And I think that's kind of where they are. So I believe that is going to do it for today's show. I think that's uh, most of the questions that we were able to get to here for the show. If we missed any, I apologize, but I got to let this guy go because as you guys can see, he's constantly on his phone, um, you know, kind of getting updates and different things. And he's got to, he's reached out to a ton of kids today. So I appreciate you, Ryan, taking the time to come join us for the show. And I'm going to go ahead and let you get back to work before you leave everybody hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell share this podcast and if you want to keep talking about practice if you have more questions if you want to find more out about recruiting join the message board at boards.irishbreakdown.com you will not regret it i promise you so uh definitely definitely be a part of that and um, check out the built bar the merch store all that good stuff but make sure that you're back with us tomorrow at 12 30 for our friday free for all our notre dame football mailbag on friday so uh, looking forward to that. So for Ryan and Vince, I'm Brian. Everybody, you all have a great rest of your day. And thank you so much for joining the Irish Breakdown Podcast.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.